This is KJZZ's Sun Up. It's your daily news update from here in Phoenix. On our state and region, hi again, I'm Phil Latzman. This podcast is our audio postcard to you, our daily digest of the day's events here in Arizona. It is Thursday weekend, just over the horizon. It is February the 16th, and here is the news. Well, the Department of Public Safety in Arizona has lifted orders for evacuation and sheltering in place near Interstate 10 southeast of downtown Tucson after a deadly crash caused a hazardous materials leak on Tuesday afternoon. Health officials are now laying out the next steps for cleanup of the nitric acid, which released a plume of toxic gas from Tucson. Here is Elisa Resnick. Dr. Mazda Shirazi, medical director of the Arizona Poison and Drug Information Center, says the liquid acid was highly concentrated. Shirazi says in liquid form, the acid can irritate the skin, but the principal concern... Liquid nitric acid, when it comes in contact with certain metals, such as um, stainless steel, can release a gas called nitrogen dioxide. Shirazi says the liquid acid was contained in smaller containers that started leaking after the crash and likely bled into the body of the truck and eroded the metal. The chemical reaction produced the reddish-brown plume that is dangerous to inhale. But so far, Shirazi's team has not detected any trace amount of the toxin in surrounding areas. Elisa Resnick, KJZZ News, Tucson. Attorneys for the Hobbs administration say more than $200 million in American Rescue Plan grants issued before Governor Doug Ducey left office were done so illegally. Ben Giles has that story. Hobbs' top attorney found 19 grants provided to 16 organizations were illegally issued without a competitive solicitation process. Sean Behrens is Hobbs' senior counsel. He said all organizations that received illegal grants were notified on Tuesday and we'll have a chance to reapply under a legal grant-making process. We didn't have a choice in the matter. Uh, in the Hobbs administration, we follow the law. A former aide to Ducey said the grants were issued by the book and accused Hobbs of playing politics with federal funds. Other grants issued by Ducey are being reviewed to determine if they meet spending requirements under the American Rescue Plan, a package of COVID-19 relief dollars signed by President Biden in 2021. Ben Giles... KJZZ News, Phoenix. City of Phoenix is considering substantial changes to the way it charges people for water. From the Downtown Bureau, Christina Estes reports several factors are at play. Compared to five years ago, the city's water department says it's paying 35% more for raw water, 135% more for chemicals, and nearly 40% more for personnel. Phoenix customers have seen rate increases five times in the last six years. Now the department wants to change the rate structure so fewer customers fall into the lowest category. Councilwoman Betty Guardado told city staff significant public outreach is needed. If it's been a little confusing for all of us sitting up here that we've all gotten briefings um, for a while, I can only imagine what this is going to be like for our residents. The city also wants to raise its tax on stormwater management to meet new federal requirements. Community meetings will be held before the city council votes. Christina Estes... KJZZ News, Phoenix. The number of asylum applications in Mexico remains at an all-time high, and authorities say the country's asylum system cannot handle the number of petitions that it receives. From the Fronteras Task in Hermosillo, Kendall Plust has the latest on that. 
Nearly 119,000 people petitioned for asylum in Mexico last year, making it the country with the third highest number of asylum applications globally. But Andres Ramirez, head of Mexico's Refugee Commission, says the agency is reaching a breaking point. At a news conference this week, he said officials are cracking down on so-called abuses of the system, including people who apply for asylum in Mexico despite planning to travel to the United States. Human rights groups, however, say it's the asylum seekers who face abuse in Mexico, including long delays that leave many waiting in inhumane conditions. Kendall Blust, KJZ News, Hermosillo. A group of Republican lawmakers led by House Speaker Kevin McCarthy are in Cochise County today to meet with law enforcement officials and other local representatives at the border. From the Fronteras Desk, once again, here is Elisa Resnick with that. The delegation includes freshman Congressman Juan Ciscomani of Southern Arizona, and it comes as issues like pandemic-era border asylum restrictions and legislation for DREAMers are front and center for both parties. Ciscomani says the issues are interrelated, but they should also be looked at separately. When, when I look at the border, and, and I've said this before, uh, we can look at the immigration side of it, we can look at the border uh, trade and commerce side of it, and then we can also look at the border security side of it. Siskamani said the visit will focus on fentanyl and border security. The lawmakers will meet with leaders in Cochise County before getting an aerial tour of the border. According to the DEA, the majority of fentanyl at the border is smuggled into the U.S. through ports of entry, rather than between them. Elisa Resnick, KJZZ News, Tucson. Conservationists say that grazing fees on federal lands remain far below market value. During its annual review, the Biden administration recently decided they would stay that way. Ron Dungan has more. The federal government charges ranchers a buck thirty-five per month to graze a cow and a calf in public lands. That's a fraction of the $24 a month it would cost to graze in private lands. Conservationists say that attempts at rangeland reform historically have gone nowhere. Josh Osher of the Western Watersheds Project says that policymakers battled over grazing fees decades ago. Then President Reagan issued an executive order that kept them low. There's just not been the political will to actually do it since that time. And that's why we are where we are today. He says that because the fees are established by executive order, they could be changed without congressional oversight. But no president has done so since Reagan. Ron Dungan, KJZZ News, Phoenix. The city of Phoenix gets about 40 percent of its water from the Colorado River, and the reservoirs that store that water are now at record lows. Cynthia Campbell is the city's water resources management advisor. She told KJZZ's The Show the Colorado River water we had in the past is unlikely to be available in the future. What we're seeing today is not a cyclical drought, but this is climate change. And this is, you know, I I would say we're in the bullseye of climate change in, in Arizona. Campbell said most residential water is used outdoors and that people can conserve by shifting to desert landscaping. The Arizona Attorney General's office says it will no longer investigate major banks like Wells Fargo and Bank of America over environmental, social, and governance-related investment policies. Communications Director Richie Taylor said the previous AG had five attorneys working on the investigations, but he declined to say what they found. The office is more focused on uh, on issues that affect and directly impact Arizonans, like issues of consumer protection, senior and elder fraud, those types of things, things that the Attorney General Mays has has signaled are her priorities. In announcing the inquiry last year, then-AG Mark Brnovich said he was concerned banks would deny loans to people who work with fossil fuels. 
The state had asked banks to reveal what climate initiatives they were part of and why before Mays suspended the practice last month. Well, back to Mexico, officials there are touting potential plans for electric vehicle maker Tesla to set up shop in the country. From the Fronteras Task, once again, here is Kendall Blust with that. Mexico's Foreign Minister Marcelo Ebrard teased coming good news after a meeting with Tesla executives this week. Officials have been hyping potential plans for the electric car maker to open a factory in Mexico for several months now. President Andres Manuel López Obrador suggested the company is considering two potential locations for such a plant, one in the northern state of Nuevo León and the other in Hidalgo in central Mexico. However, neither Mexican leaders nor the company have shared any details so far. Mexico, which has a strong automotive manufacturing industry, has been pushing for more electric vehicle production. Kendall Blust, KJZ News, Amosio. In sports, in hockey, an exciting night in Tempe for the Coyotes. Nick Schmaltz and Clayton Keller scored in the shootout. Connor Ingram stopped 47 shots for his first career shutout. As the Yotes beat the Tampa Bay Lightning 1-0, Arizona now 12-8-2 at home this season. Football, the Cardinals will officially introduce Jonathan Gannon as their new head coach today. The 40-year-old Gannon comes from the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, where he was defensive coordinator. He's the Cards' fourth coach in seven years, replacing Cliff Kingsbury. Basketball, the Suns have won 11 of their last 14. will try and stay hot going into the NBA All-Star break. In their last game before that, hosting the Clippers tonight, recovering from a minor knee injury. Kevin Durant has been practicing. Should make his Suns debut after the break next week. And that does it for this edition of KJZZ's Sun Up, Arizona's morning news podcast on this Thursday, February 16th. I'm Phil Latzman. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the day. We'll do it again tomorrow.